Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marlene know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am drinking Cabernet right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Oh my god, is it here? We're doing it. Is We're it? We're doing it right now. It's Cabernet and A! Welcome to Cabernet and A, pals! We have no less than five bottles of wine in front of us. <laughs> and I couldn't be more delighted. Two in. Um, Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea's a little ahead of me, but um, I'm very excited because I got a 100% Cabernet Sauvignon yes. bottle. Uh, I got it yesterday from Crescent Street Winery. Shut or up. Liquors. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, but um, it's called CT, which I thought was funny because... Um, it's initials of cocktease, but it's also Corito <laughs> Trifilias. It's a I Spanish one. I never thought of cocktease. I would immediately think of that. Um, you know what I did think of? CT from the Road Rules and Road Rules oh. Challenge fame. I was about to say the Remember Connecticut. Him? Oh, well, sure. From the cut. Um, I like how the one of the states... Of our great nation was the third in our roster. Cocktees, <laughs> like road rules, like F list road rules personality. And oh sure, abbreviation for Connecticut. Okay, but um, it was very lovely. I, it was very nondescript. Like I kept trying to like be like, "What does this taste like?" Yeah. And it was like it tastes like red wine. Yeah, like it was like it was like fine. Yeah. Whereas um, the second bottle that we're on is uh, Bob's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've got I've got this before I don't know if we talked about it in the podcast but I've Bob's Overnight Express South African Cabernet I, Sauvignon I feel like I did get it for the podcast before because it makes me laugh because it's, it's like so Bob's but yes. it's a good percentage and it's screw top which we all know is my criteria oh, yeah so CT was 14% what percentage was that? it's at least 13 if not a point um yeah 13.5 there you go um it's a little bit bolder I feel like mm-hmm. than the other one I like it. I think I might prefer it to CTs. I think I do too. There's a little bit more complexity. It's a little more flavorful. Yeah. No shade to CTs. Yeah, no shade to CT. I mean, it was just a little bit of a an appetizer. Yeah, this is just like wine. more of a flavor journey. Yeah, this is. Yeah, we're on a flavor journey, guys. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. just living our best lives as we do. My cat is like meowing. To, well, in about five minutes, my insulin alarm is going to go off. So let's keep oh doing my business till then. So, the other business is we got a new review. Oh, how fantastic. From L-Y-S-S-W, Lice. Great. Lice. 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 Probably Lice. Not yeah. Lice. That was horrible. It's I'm probably sorry. not Lice. I don't think I'm someone would create their screen name about Lice, but, like, you know, maybe they were talking about that. you did, do you. Yeah. So, probably Lice. She loved the Lil John. The end. Oh my god, we got a lot of treats about the little John. I so, mean, we can't take credit. But this like, was on who doesn't iTunes, and the iTunes reviews count more. Oh, <laughs> than what? Oh, then people tweeting at us and being like, but we love all the tweets, we love, love all the, the Facebooks, tweets. we love everything, but 
Um, if you want to review us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean, Ooh. please do and subscribe on those platforms. Oh, right, because it like bumps us up in the yeah. findings. And we just want people to find us because who wouldn't want to be found? Yeah. Isn't that what we're all We all want to be found. We're, we're all like Allie, where we secretly want to be found, right? It's so true. It's such a good, good metaphor. We all just want to be claimed. <laughs> we all want to belong to someone, you know? We do. If we're being honest with ourselves. Oh. Sugar, we were gonna watch the trailer again before we did this. Oh shit! Well, well we've got to pause and give Tanuki his insulin anyway. Yeah, so we so can do that. We're gonna do that. Should but we? okay, is there any other? Oh, the only other news I had is that um, there was news that uh, Aria, aka Lucy Hale, in her real life was in public with her beau and her boyfriend, who's like. From what I can In New York? Uh, she's in New York right now. It she seems like from like, her Instagram. She's like Instagramming she's the shit like out of She's like making out with him in public. That was what the story said. But they like totally gave like a little like pack. It wasn't anything. But then the story was like, they dress the same. And they were both wearing like black skinny jeans and like t-shirts. And I was like, oh, you mean they dress like everyone their age? Right. <laughs> That's what they dress like because, like, literally everyone who's in their 20s dresses like, like the way they were dressed. Easy entertainment blogs. Yeah. Um, I think it was even like E Online or something, but I was just like, this isn't news. I, I thought I was going to see like, like a heavy petting session the way they were like. <laughs> she's it. all over her boyfriend like, in public. You were like the poised PDA. for the triple X rated. Yeah, and I thought it was like, going to be like G. her and Fitz yeah. well, nude pictures, but no. Just, just some hand holding, and they weren't even hand holding. They were just like walking closely, like they were together. And I was oh. like, "Good for you!" And who, then there's like a cute little pack. some hot dude who I don't know. Okay, and I was fair. like, even better. <laughs> some hot dude <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know, and I want to find where she's staying in New York and what she's doing. She's been Instagramming about being in New York creepy. all week. <laughs> Uh, why? I just want to like sleep next to her and smell her hair. I don't see I what's wrong with that. Her skin like a blanket. No, I don't kidding. think there's anything wrong with that. So the only thing I was gonna say is, I mean, obviously, you guys, we love you. you I, we can get so many amazing tweets and yeah, Facebook messages all, all week. Bits. And then I get really lazy though sometimes about writing them down, and it's just like it's just happenstance. Like if the mood strikes me, or if you hit us up at the right time, and. Um, I just laughed because on my way home I checked Instagram. I hadn't checked in a while, and Ash oh, Def eighty yes. seven hit us amazing. up. I replied to this too. This was really funny. Ash Def eighty seven, you hit us up on Instagram and tagged us in the Pretty Little Liars uh, push for a Wicked City, and you were like, "Wicked City, <laughs> love and love Wicked, Wicked City." city. So I laughed. So, so thank you for bringing that to my attention. Uh, we should yeah, also really note cute. that today's episodes uh, that we watched were fan sourced. Yeah, I see, we asked you guys this morning, you like, you? what do you guys want us to talk about? Um, Ashley Wonderland just put uh, a picture of SpongeBob and his snail, which nobody's mad about. Just tons and tons of paper, and I wasn't sure if that meant. That there were so many episodes that you wanted us to watch that you couldn't name them, or if you wanted us to watch SpongeBob. Please <laughs> clarify, because if you want us to watch SpongeBob, we can make that happen. Um, I totally do that. Oh shit! Tanuki's eating our snacks. Oh my god! Tanuki's eating dinner. Uh, Tanuki's eating Chelsea's salad. Uh, Anyways, go on. Go on with the chlorophyll. Cat owner problems. 
Uh, but the episode that we watched uh, today was from Janelle Vonderwall. Sorry, that's an insulin alarm, but hold on. We'll finish this thought. Yeah, so um, it's at Vray, V-R-A-Y, Parish, spelled like Janelle Parish, P-A-R-R-I-S-H. Um, and she asked for us to do 324 or 401, maybe? And we decided we're, since they're finale and beginning, we would do both. So we're going to do both, but we're going to talk about the... Uh, preview trailer but first we're gonna give kitties insulin yeah so anyone just tuning in my cat has diabetes you're gonna hear a lot about it for new listeners uh so pause for a minute while i give my cat insulin and then we're also good pun and then we're gonna rewatch the trailer for 6b and then we're gonna come back and talk to you guys Alright guys, we are back. We're back and, and we watch the trailer. Are eating. And kitties have their insulin. Oh, you give them the insulin shot? The too? blood sugar's on point. Yeah, I usually I mean I let him eat for like a few minutes. He like gobbles his food so fast that I like oh, to give wow. it to him while he's eating because then he's distracted. Oh that's smart. Yeah, you can do it I like I didn't anytime. even notice it happened. I'm just yeah. gonna pour more wine. Please just pour I more. I noticed uh listening back that you can hear us pouring our wine sometimes. It's like such a good though just I like, feel like it, makes it it keeps it real, guys. Yeah. We're just keeping it real. It's like really good ambiance. Um <laughs> So we just watched the trailer again, uh-huh. which uh-huh. I'm thankful that uh, listener pal, who was it? Oh, did someone tweet it? It's because Sue texted me, like, what the fuck? Frantically. Like, I this was trailer so is out. Why Chelsea. did no one tell us? And I was like, what? I didn't sh- I didn't know either until you texted me. How did we um, not know? It was know? Elizabeth McMullen. Thank you oh so God, much for Liz? being amazing, Liz. She um, tweeted it? You tweeted um. Caleb and Hannah are not together. Oh my god. Hyperventilating. Great preview. Liz, thank you. Liz, I didn't even see that. Thank you because I cannot believe, like, I feel as though Marlene should, like, text us yeah. trailers. Yeah, I agree. Um, also, uh, side note, I'm scared because you only have 28% battery. Did you bring your Oh, I have my cord this okay. time. I was like, oh my gosh, it's right here, is this going to be cord gate all over again, guys? I kind of wish, but who would I go to get it from this time? Because well, you're you here. Would just go and take my computer again. I would plugged just in. run him back. All right, guys. Everyone's going to be okay. We're ready to go. Um, if you don't understand cord gate, go back to one of our old episodes oh, with yeah. Guys We Fucked. The Guys um, We Fuck Girls. It was a couple yeah. episodes ago. Really so, good. Love those girls. I, um, and if you're if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, we will be talking a lot about Prelim Liars, if it doesn't Eventually. seem like we I'm sorry. We'll get to it. But, uh, so thank you, Liz, for letting us know about this. I was, I literally was mad at you, Chelsea, for, like, a, a hot second, because I was Are like... Are you kidding me? I was like, did she know about this and not tell me? You did. Well, your text was very frantic, and I was like, I don't remember what night you texted me. I think I texted you Sunday, and you didn't get back to me until Monday, and because I was I, like... I was going to say, whatever day you texted me, I remember being in bed very drunk and being like, I don't understand what's going on, which could have, though, been any night. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Sunday, I guess, makes sense. I thought you were not getting back to me because you had already known, and you were like... Wait, Sunday, like, it. two days ago? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I went to front of the podcast, Christina Kynan's. Oh, okay. And we had, like, a little barbecue with some of our other work friends. Yeah, and I so was, like, very drinking since I figured since you were three. either I was, like, busy in a bad way. or you were, like, no, I was oh, very I already knew and didn't tell you. And I was, like, I'm 
we're gonna not be friends after that. I feel so bad. Kept this from me. You should from now on just cycle in day drunk to the top of that checklist. No, I figured. No, I was like there was like. I would say 98% of me knew that you were probably like, day, day drunk. drunk, already knew, apocalypse. Yeah. No, there, okay, was, yeah. there was literally, like, I would say, like, a, maybe a 0.5% that okay. I thought you knew. And I was kind no, of I like, like, if very... she's not getting back to me, she's either day drunk, already in bed playing Candy Crush, doesn't care. Combination. Yeah. Apocalypse. <laughs> and then... I actually did, I, well, I remember... And then I also thought, actually, I would say maybe, like, a bigger percentage was you had already told me and I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and that was more of it that I was like, oh my God, does she think I'm just the biggest fuck up? Because she's like, we talked about it. <laughs> like, That's so funny. I, I remember coming, like I got home from Christina's around like 8.30 or 9, just in time for Shaniki's insulin time. And I remember like laying in bed. I do remember laying in bed and watching that. Like I remember being like, this is so fun. And then I remember the next morning being like, oh, I should also respond to Sue's text. Like, not just enjoy it, but, like, tell her I saved it. Anyway, so the trailer is amazing. It's very much... I think you nailed it when you were like, it feels like a movie. Yes, it feels very epic. It feels like a cinematic trailer. In a world where all these things have happened to these girls. It's so, like, sexy and exciting. I just want to, like, eat it. So we felt, I think... I mean, I don't even know where to begin. The one thing we both, I guess, like, said the same thing about when we're watching it again for the whatever amount of time. <laughs> um, when, and please, like, watch it, obviously, if you guys haven't yet. Just Google, like, 6 trailer. When Ezra gets real angry, oh we're like, God. we love angry Ezra. So much. I really love angry Ezra. I love how people did, like, screenshots, and they were like, does he have a gut? And that makes it almost better. It's like, <laughs> you kids get off my lawn. Right? Like, I'm, I get fucking... Get off my lawn. I fucking hate you all. God. Like, um... I still feel like someday we will come in contact with Ian Harding, and I'll be like, you went to college in Pitt. I'm from Pittsburgh. Should we make out? And he'll be like, yes. And then we'll just, like, never see each other again. Then we'll just, like, part ways. I just feel like that's a future in my life. Is that unreasonable? No. I think that... I feel like it's valid. I think that we need to put it out there in the atmosphere. Ooh, excuse me. Just that's a little fun. bit of uh, wine and cheeseburger. No, Tanuki's here. Okay, um, great. Tanuki, how do you feel about the PLL 6 <laughs> How trailer? do you feel about us meeting Ian Harding? Do you feel like if we put it out in the universe, it will happen? He's about to walk over the keyboard, so I feel and like that's Last a, time yes. he did that, we actually did hear something in there. <laughs> so, and that's Tanuki just talking back. Oh, nope. He's like, forget you he guys. He knows. No, he knows to go behind the computer this time. So, anyways, okay. Uh, so, so Ezra was angry. I like that the, the um, beginning of the trailer shouts out, like, after countless theories. I feel like that was, like, after Sue and Chelsea haven't slept for years. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, after people fucking donating their entire lives to stupid podcasts well, you know, that wonderful people listen to. You know what's <laughs> interesting? That actually kind of segues into my first note that I made was about Snooky diarying and cleaning up in the litter box for anyone at home who's keeping score. But I think that it was very interesting that ABC Family slash Freeform yes. slash I, Marley, and King are so keen on keeping us interested in the bridge seasons. Not that that's not always a thing that people are interested in, but, like, it in a way, this is, like, a long way around the block, but 
I have this weird range of emotions when I watch a trailer of like, oh my god, this is so exciting. It's like a movie. I'm so excited for 6B, for the flash forward. It's going to be so cool. I can't wait till it comes back. Wait a minute, they're releasing a trailer so early on? Wait a minute, they released so much information? Yeah. Wait a minute. Are they afraid people don't care about PLL? Wait a minute. You know, like, it can't, I was yeah. like this full circle, like, they're yes. releasing so much. And, like, I, do people not care anymore? As, as someone care. who works for television, digital, like, in content management of that, like, I can't tell you how anxious their releases have made me. Because yeah. I'm like... What are you going to do? You even with said all you were like, are time? they gonna release like are I they gonna like link the first episode online? You said I feel like they're going to, and I think it's gonna be like the new freeform site or app that they're going to use, and it's going to be incentive. I mean, if I was their social media planner, that's what I would do. Yeah. If I was gonna start this early, because I just feel like they've shot their wads so Where do we go from early. Here? Where do you go? I mean, you've got your show in November that's, like, the behind the scenes. Fine. But then, like, what? So then you use clips and stuff like that through December, mid-December, maybe. Then maybe you just use holiday content, and then you've got all this lead-up in January where you really have to hammer it home. What else can you release? Yeah, what do you do? Because, like, I mean, it, it just... It baffles me. I just, yeah. like, and it makes me so anxious because I'm just like, what does this mean? Is this, like, not going to be as big of a deal of a opener as we want it I to be? I don't want it to be that way. I'm kind of happy if it is because I can't watch the opening when it Ooh. happens. Guys, don't say that. We've talked about it before. We have, but we've um, but there is a, an exciting update, is that I'm going to be hanging out with the cast of Younger on oh the premiere day. Oh my god, I didn't know that. That's so fun. No, that, I, I've saved it for the podcast. It's so exciting. Yeah, so I'm going to be with Nico, Debbie Mazar, Hilary Duff, um, so Sutton fun. Foster. We're all going to be live tweeting, so please follow at TV Land that night and at Are they going to be down, in downtown? Um, I don't know where we're going to hold the party, but I know that there's going to be, like, a big viewing party with us and the cast. So, like, it's going to be a very uh, social media, fun, friendly uh, 10 o'clock hour of uh, January 12th, I believe. So, so I have to host all the other drunk assholes at my place yeah. alone? Yeah. And then we'll do another one. We'll do what we did, like, last time. We were, like... I figure we'll meet up afterwards. Oh, right, and download the yeah. next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, So sure. we'll try and do that. Okay. But, like, I'm sorry, everybody. I can't <laughs> be there. It's and, like, I literally thing. was like, what if? You're like, of course, it's the same fucking premiere. What day. if we just used a bunch of other people in my place and everyone was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It's kind of an all hands on deck kind of thing. And I mean, I like, You're like if we use other my people. Podcast. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, if we use other people, there's like six people on my team. So it's like, <laughs> whoa, who else is going to do things? You're like, so I do this like very recreational, non <laughs> I don't make non monetary podcast so. and they're like uh-huh uh-huh they're like so what i'm saying is and they're like you yeah, know everyone knows about cabernet and Aaron in the office and they're all actually very proud of it and they like boast about it whatever anybody says that they like putting the liars it's always like 
Like, I have random people paraded by my desk, and they were like, they said they like Pretty Little Liars. And I'm like, here you go. <laughs> I, okay. I'm obsessed You're with it. Authority. You can download us on Podbean, Stitcher, and iTunes. <laughs> and they're like, wow, you're really good at saying that. And I'm like, I'm the business. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, more about the, 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 the trailer. trailer. Okay, well, actually, the last note that I had... I can't remember when we watched the Turkish PLL. Is yes. that next week though? Is that yeah? I think we're doing that. It's so next week we're not going to be uh, recording Turkey's that. Week. Again. Hold on. Um, so Chelsea's new podcast is going to be recorded. Yeah. Uh, which is Call Us Crazy, which is going to be amazing. Thank you. Friend so. of the podcast, Raquel Diapiece, is going to be on it. But, um, so if you guys are in New York, it's uh, Tuesday, November 2nd at 9 p.m. Yes. at the Pit on 24th Street uh, on the east side of New York City. Google it. Call us crazy at the Pit. And You'll be able to meet both of us yes. after the show. We'll both be there. We're both going to be there if but, you guys are um, there. So We will still have a podcast for you on Wednesday next we week. we recorded it, which and we watched. it's going to be the Turkish PLL. That's so good! Um, guys, I cannot wait for you guys to hear our reactions. It's Benoodles. But... Were you going to say what I was yes, thinking? Yes, and I, because we both were at the same time, and I was like, I know we're writing the same note. Go ahead, talk about the it. The A-text shows the same way as it does on the Turkish PLL. Where it's, like, on screen. Because, yeah. like, typically Instead we do, like, a point of view where you see on the phone, but, like, in the Turkish PLL and then, like, in this trailer, which supposedly, you know, that it's going to be in 6B, you see the A-text written, like, on, it's like, like beside them, thing, like, as like, a chiron like, like, it, yeah, yeah, it, like, shows up next to them on... Uh, the state on the screen. Oops, sorry. Sorry, opening another bottle of wine. Go it's ahead. time for the gato, guys. We're going to the reserves. Yeah. Um, oh my god, he's like, so hard. Oh my god, I'm so glad you saw that too, Sue, because that was like such a fucking human emotion that Tanuki just gave us. He was just like, Girls. It was the girls. Guys, it's a Tuesday. Look at your life. Look at your choices. Fuck you, Tanuki. Um, You're a cat. You don't know what our life is about. All right. Anyway, right. we're really loud. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, you're gonna have to be playing with your volume control, and that's just the way it is I here. Know. I try to back up when I yell, but it's hard yeah. to remember all the time. But it's it's Cabernet and A. I know. We're talking while we're drinking, guys. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the A message was like there was the new Hannah boyfriend who. I will say, looks rather dashing. Wait, was he the new friend? Because that was my last note. I was like, who is this new friend? Who's the new friend? What are you talking about? I don't know. Who's this, like, someone talking to Hannah and Aria? I was like, who the uh, fuck is this new friend? Well, that Hannah goes up and kisses some other dude. Oh, my God. Wait. I feel like I don't know. Do maybe it I was very, it like, quick second. Like I probably, like, very uh, emotionally blocked it out, maybe. Yeah. But then Caleb's still in it. And Caleb's like, we're going to change the rules. And I was like, yay. Caleb's yay, there. Yay, Caleb. It's very scream of him. In my mind, mm -hmm. there's part of me that wants Caleb to end up with Spencer. <gasps> what? Where the fuck did that come from? I, I just think that, like, or, like, maybe Mona. I just feel like he... Oh, my God. This he is likes a dark so girl. spicy. And I feel like that would, like, because maybe Hannah moves on from him. But I just, I want someone to bone him still. Oh my god, Sue, I feel like this is going to be like, let's put a pin in this moment in time when you called it. Because I actually, as much as we're big Caleb fans, I think because yeah. we like 
Hannah and we like Caleb yeah, so much. Absolutely. And I don't think I ever entertained the idea of like either one of them being in a relationship with anyone else. But now that you've said this in this moment, I feel like this is a turning point in my life. My eyes have been <laughs> opened. And I would 100%, as much as, I don't know, I mean, the Spencer's kind of fucking, I'm like, Spencer on the makes horrible Spencer. choices with men. But I guess you, I mean, you're right in terms of like, I might be okay with Caleb being, or like, what about Caleb and Aria? Is that too weird? Yeah, I can't get on board with that. I just don't feel like Aria's his type. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like if Spencer would wise up a little bit, maybe. Yeah. I feel like if an older, wiser Spencer would, bang. would start giving, like, like Spencer's already kind of there because she gives no fucks, and, like, mm-hmm. Hannah gives no fucks, and I feel like there's something there where they could, like, get on board with the geeky train yeah. and mm-hmm. get get it in that way. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't mind that. Arya was also talking to some other fella. Was she? Yeah. No, maybe that's the one I'm talking about. That like it felt like a very tangential to a fake Chris Hardwick. It was. Yeah, it was just I like another. Like I'm like, yeah. I feel like there's a new Chris, fake Chris Hardwick. It was like another throwaway new friend who I'm like, all right, I see you talking, but I don't care. Can we talk about yeah. Shower Harvey yeah. in like the biker jacket? <laughs> it looks like so ridiculous. Shower Harvey in a biker jacket reminds me of when I was little, and like, so my brother Matt is ten years older than me, so maybe I was ten and he was twenty. He's in college. And I'm 10, and I wore his biker jacket, like, <laughs> around to, like, 7-Eleven. And it was, like, my brother's six foot two, so it was, like, huge on me. And I just felt like, look at me, I'm tough. Like, I would just walk <laughs> around like, I'm so tough. And, like, really, I just looked like I was wearing my dad's clothing or something. Um, I felt like that was what Shower was doing, except it was a little bit more fitted. Like, it just sure. didn't... Fit her face because it was one of those like little kid like look at me I'm tough <laughs> and you're like oh Michelle <laughs> you know I'm sorry I watched so much Full House you these got days. it dude <sighs> but you got it dude and the how rude from Stephanie I'm gonna make into animated gifts this oh, week and I'm God. so excited um <laughs> so then uh I forgot Spencer doing the Jenny walk I don't know what that means I don't know what that means. I don't know. Uh, Arya and Spencer, you're still good? They are still good. I, that, it was in quotes. I don't know if somebody said that to them. Oh. <laughs> um, and I also like that they were like, it's been five A free years. Yeah. Which is exciting to think about what their lives would be like without that because... Didn't they say something like PTSD? Oh, yeah. One yeah. Or Spencer Hannah. or Hannah was like, my PTSD was is telling me, or my logical mind is telling me to say something, and my PTSD is like, shut the fuck up, or like yeah. something. My PTSD is telling me no. Yeah. <laughs> um, my body, my body <laughs> tell me yes. Ain't uh, nothing wrong. <laughs> With, with a, a little, little testifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, I think that was it. The, the, like, the testifying was interesting, too. The court th- thing about how they're supposed to say they're no longer afraid. Right. I mean... Like, don't, I don't lie know. again, bitches. What have you learned? I just don't know if I could 
as any of those girls and what we know with them, how are they convincing lie yeah. about not being afraid of someone yeah. who tortured them? Like, they understand that she's, like, maybe reformed or getting better, but, like, this bitch is cray. Yeah, bitch is cray. And, like, as much as we do, I think, sympathize now with A, which yeah. is something we never thought we would say. Right. I just don't know if I could say I'm not scared of her anymore. Oh my god, I just thought of something that I didn't even tell you. <gasps> I mean, it's... What? It's sort of fun. It's not directly related to the plot, but to the players. So, our friend Jira, You know yeah. Jira. So Jira's roommates with guys. friend Corey of the podcast, the Corey. Podcast. Just tying it all together. And so, yeah, Jira roommates with friend of the podcast, Corey. Um... <laughs> He just did a guest spot on Blue Bloods. Shout the fuck out to Jarrah. Oh my god! And which also I should stop and say, Jarrah is one of the hosts of a podcast that's I don't even we've talked about this. No, he is a host of this podcast for the past couple of months. It's literally on the fucking like top of like the movie TV podcast when you go to it. What it's called on? Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. So yeah, no, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. And that's draw! So, that's amazing. Oh my god, so check out Black Man Catch Up in Hollywood, and we, we fucking love draw. We should time. definitely have him on. I actually, well, I didn't, last, well, I'll tell you, so I was thinking about that last week, I was like, we should have him on, but, so he's amazing, his podcast is amazing, he's blowing up, um, he's one of my friends, We he's also a producer and writer, so that's how we know each other and lives here in Astoria, but he did a guest spot as a guest star on Blue Bloods, and guess who he acted alongside? <gasps> CC. Vanessa Ray! And so I thought last weekend, so Corey and Jara are like moving, but they're moving to the building directly beside the building they already live Which in. Which I think is amazing. <laughs> so I was like, hell, I mean, I wasn't helping them. I was just like bullshitting and like eating food with them. But I was like pretending to help over the weekend. And um, that's right. And he was like, yeah, Chelsea, so, you know, I did this, and, like, we were talking, and he was like, so, like, one of the, girl, one of the girls that I acted was like, she's in Pretty Little Liars. And I was like, well, who was she? Because I don't know. I don't watch Blue Bloods. I don't know. How did you not know I don't that know. she I was just in didn't, Blue Bloods? I didn't think about it. And then he's like, oh, it was this girl. And I'm like, fucking Vanessa Ray? I'm like, he's like, yeah, yeah, she's like somebody. I'm like, she's A. And he's like, what? Yeah, spoiler he's like, alert. She's like, so <laughs> FYI. Yeah, I'm like, so now you can't watch all the 150 episodes. Draw, sorry. But, yeah, he was like, she's so... Like, was the sweetest person ever. I'm like, that does not surprise me at all. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. And yet she bursts into song a lot in between takes. <laughs> I was like, that's so cute. Oh, that yeah. He was like, she bursts into song all the time. She's so cute. And she's just, like, very, very sweet and very, like, conversational. So, I know. I was like, keep doing guest spots on Blue Bloods and yes. then tell her. And he's like, I wish I would have known. I'm like, well, I, we should communicate more about when you're doing guest spots with pretty large people. Should we talk about the episodes we watched? Yeah, since we're like a half a fucking hour into this podcast, and, and we watched two episodes, guys. Um, get it, strap in. Yeah, you might want to like cut this into like yeah. several commutes. This is like a couple commutes. Listen, is- the only people we're like balls deep in the hiatus season, so the, <laughs> the only people listening are the people that want to put up with our bullshit. So I feel like we're in a safe space. And also, our big PLL fans, though, because I love the people who have found us during this hiatus. And yeah, like, when they want their I fix. just want somebody to talk PLL to me. We're and here for you. 
this is what we're we're here to do. So we watched three twenty four and four one, which are two of my Thank personal you favorite episodes. Again, um, oh yeah. Did I shout her out? You did. Shout her out, but shout her again. I'm, I'm shouting out again. I'm sorry. I have to look it up. Look it up. I should remember these things because I'm the worst. So it was a Janelle Parrish reference. Yes. It was at Vray Parrish. Uh, V-R-A-Y-P-A-R-R-I-S-H. Please go follow her because she's fantastic. Thank you. Um, and so she's Team Mona, which why wouldn't you be? Um, the but, Black Knight of Rosewood. So this Shout out a- to Chris Lambert, who we're still going to do the Wawa Shades oh, yeah, podcast, right? I promised you guys that was going to happen, and then scheduling things we happened. We had to reschedule, but it's on the calendar for November. Yeah, we're still going to do it. Things okay. are still happening, guys. Don't worry. Anyway, so 324041. These so, are two of my personal favorite episodes. Both are written by Iron Marlene oh, Kins. So good, and so much happens. And I think one of the things we kind of were both a little bit talking about when we watched, and I think we've talked about this other times for long-time listeners, I just started, okay, Sue just spilled also wine down her breasts, so that was very sexy. I'm wearing a shirt. And I'm into it. <laughs> but, like, it, it, it went down my shirt. Yeah, it was, it was like, very, very sexy. Yeah. Um, do you need a paper towel? No, I'm just okay. going to rub it into my skin. Yeah, Mine's just good like, for your skin. Just Tanuki? Kind of look it up. Um, but so... I started watching for one was the first yes. episode I watched live. That's when Sue recruited me. Yes. So now even like and genuinely I feel like three twenty four and four oh one are the episodes I have rewatched more than any other because so much happens and they're so good yes. and like it's so on the crux of like especially like what you know this A reveal being CC, like that's like it's all happening right there in like season three and four. And so watching it time and time again, I'm always so weirdly, like, jealous or, like, sad that I wasn't watching it live then. And I always wonder, like, what was it? Well, I watched 4-1 live, but I didn't have the backstory. Like, I just, like, was watching it in a vacuum. Like, oh, okay, Pretty Little Liars, let's try it. But now I'm like, oh, what was the excitement like when you're watching the 324, like, fucking, you know, Toby and Spencer meeting up and, like, revealing well, that Toby was bad and then, like, Wilden's dead. It's so much going on. It was interesting because I feel like it was similar to what people have complained about with 6A finale where they were, like, there were so many things thrown at us. Yeah. But to be honest, this finale threw a ton of things at us as well. I mean, Mona fucking spewed the tea. Yeah, Mona she spews just spill tea. It. She like spit it all over us. We find out that Spencer's been working on Team A. We find out that Toby's definitely alive. We find out that he is pretty eyes, which was like one of the big mysteries I, I feel like, like throughout the whole show where we've been like, who the fuck, fuck is, is pretty, pretty eyes? eyes? Who is talking to pretty eyes? Uh, this woman at the, um, cafe. Um, so should we just, let's just start at the beginning, whatever our notes are, and go start. the whole way through. Because I right. feel, I mean, oh, there's just so, so much going on. starts with my favorite distinction ever, which is the difference between crumpets and English muffins. Which is a very important lesson for and all of us. So crumpets are like griddle cakes. And Spencer picks it up and, like, sniffs the brittle cake, manhandles the brittle cake, the griddle cake, rather, and then just, like, 
throws the crumpet down. And I feel like Arya's face really, like, says the story of my heart, which is, bitch, why did you just manhandle that perfectly good crumpet that I could have eaten? <laughs> like, you just told me that's a griddle cake. I want to fucking put that in my mouth. And you right. just put your filthy hands all over at your little... Because she was drapesing around the whole house being like, oh, the Hastings... Welcome the daughter home from the mental institution. Out one of the way, my fabulous spread at a party. And I'm just like, um, I would have loved that reception. I want, I want a fucking spread of food and the choice between English muffins and crumpets and people to be confused. That's, that's fabulous. It's very fabulous. It's a fabulous life. And she's like dressed to the nines where I'm just like, look at you, like... You get out of that hospital gown and you clean up good. Right? Good for you, girl. She cleans up great. Alright. So, Did you have any notes about that? I mean, I love that scene. And it was one of the first scenes that I spoofed for my Pretty Little Liars Authorell's Party Invitations. Yes. The very first one I ever had. I stole that scene uh, for the 4A finale, I want to say. Yes. And I, like, dubbed over Spencer's voice for that scene and the invitation <laughs> handing off. And I was like, how much pre lawyers with me? But anyways. Um, I'm really obsessed and I need you guys to come. And, like, in a very unhealthy way. So the first little note that I wrote for this episode is that when we first see Mona in her RV yeah. lair. Yeah. And she's talking to someone in a hoodie that we never see. And she's like, we like your plan. You'll get your reward. Is that Toby or is that Spencer? I'm because at the first we we're like, oh, that's Toby. But then Sue, I'm thinking maybe it's Spencer because maybe Spencer was like, oh, let's just do this thing at the lodge and I'll pretend that like my family, blah blah blah. And then Mona's like, yeah, cool, I like it. Toby's your reward. And the only reason, because I was thinking it was mm -hmm. Toby and that Spencer was a reward, but then I was thinking towards the end of the episode, maybe it's the opposite, because doesn't Spencer say, oh, Mona told me Toby was my reward? Yeah. So I think that that's Spencer in the letter. I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, yeah I think, I it, think it, it might be Spencer. This, But this whole fucking two episodes is so confusing. I feel like there are still things between, like, the lodge fire and all the weird conversations that, to this day, I'm like, I don't fully well, know who did what and what's going on. interests me the most about these two episodes is I feel like there are so many issues that are contentious about these episodes. And these two episodes, I, Marlene King, wrote. Interesting. And I'm kind of like... I trust you, Marlene, and we I do. believe in you, Marlene. Please come on our podcast. We love but you. Like, You're beautiful. How did you? How do you explain everything? Yeah. Yeah. All right. There's a lot. I, I might be getting ahead of myself with that feeling, yeah, but anyway. Uh, I'm gonna go on with my notes, and I'm gonna say that I liked the nut farm sensitivity when Hannah's like. Oh, they're like Mona was in the nut farm, and like everyone's like, oh, Spencer just got out of the nut farm. <laughs> I feel like that was totally fine. Uh, I'm a big fan of making fun of my mental health issues, and um, I call my shrink KKB. 
which is a fun stuff. Oh, right. Cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bananas. Just, I, I don't know, have I talked about that in the podcast? I don't, I think you have. But um, KKB saves me, and uh, I, like, I even tell him, like, I call him my shrink to his face sometimes. And I'm like, is that wrong to call you my shrink? And he's like, no, it's a pseudonym. It's a pseudonym. It's fine. Which is another reason to come to Calls Crazy yeah. on uh, next Tuesday, November 3rd. It's going to be so good. You guys and have to hear yeah. Raquel Diapiece is crazy. It's oh, my favorite crazy. so good. She's the best. Anyways. Anyways. So uh, she's the uglyvolvo.com. Read her blog. It's fantastic. Anyway. Um, so you were going to say with well, your notes? I don't even have the whole text written down, but the, basically the next thing was that, um, an A figure sent a text to Jenna. Yes. Standing outside her house. And it was something about like route six, be there at nine. So I was like, was this fucking Spencer? Is it Shauna? Is it like, so like, Melissa? But, but wait, but wait, this is where, like, I feel like, how are these episodes, like, how are we adult humans? <laughs> Not being able to tie We went to college to and have seen these episodes so many times that we're still like, but wait a minute. But truly, someone sent, but, like, if someone sent the text to Jenna, be somewhere at nine, and then when Spencer and Toby are in that diner with the pretty eyes, mm-hmm. and they make a big deal to show, like, tick, 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 it's 9 o'clock, and then that's when Toby comes in, was it supposed to be, like, the day before? Uh, no, what I what I interpreted from that, and again, like, this is so fucking, like, I am not a real human that I've seen this episode so many times, and I feel like I'm having a new revelation right now on the podcast, watching it for the hundredth time of this episode. Like, I think that it was a misdirect where Spencer sent it to Toby and said, be at this place off Route 9 or 6 at 9 o'clock. But she was standing outside of Jenna's. So, like, we think she's texting Jenna, but she's, but she's not texting she's Jenna. She's texting, texting Toby. Melissa or, no, she's oh, getting no. a text from Melissa because Melissa was supposed to meet up with her, and she's talking to Shauna because Melissa comes over to the house later. Oh, True. Well, wait. Okay, hold on. That's another thing. What I'm saying is, uh, what I'm saying is, I think that Spencer was just standing outside of Jenna's. She's and texting she, and she, Toby, but, and she was just watching Jenna, and she's texting Toby to be at the diner at nine, and Jenna just happens to respond to a text yeah. she's getting from someone else. Yeah, I think she's getting a text from Melissa. Yeah, saying like, so we're watching Jenna get a text from Melissa. Like, well, she's talking about Shauna being like, I desperately exactly. But then, oh god, there's just too many layers, guys. I will say before that 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 scene, my favorite thing is when Hannah is like, oh. I hate that girl talking about Shauna and like Spencer's like why and she's like because she hits on everyone but me which I think is such a good reference and such an interesting point because it's like Shauna has a thing for brunettes yes I think it's it's not about Allie it's about her love a brunette. Uh, I want to just mention that this is still Alex Mack, a.k.a. Larissa Elenig, is not in this episode, but her presence is felt because we talk about Malcolm, uh, Ezra, and well, yeah. uh, her love child. And I just want to say, as an aside, 
in the lodge at MTV at fifteen fifteen Broadway. You did not see her. I did not, but they started doing because of the launch of like the new Nickelodeon splat. splat they had in the lodge like every day for a week. Alex Mac and Cheese, and I was like, "Oh uh, shit, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it." And I was like, "Can we go down for Alex Mac and Cheese today?" Everyone was like, "Chelsea, stop!" And I was like, "I love it." So yeah, Alex Mac and Cheese. That's oh, all. Oh man, I just had to comment about that. But you know, that's like the bane of my existence. You don't even understand Alex Mac and Cheese. How like everyone like tweets at Nick at night, like, "Why aren't you the splat?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, I'm not." But yes, if you come to the lodge, we can have Alex Mac and Cheese. So the other thing that oh, I'm Sue's like pointing at wine. I'm like, what are you pointing at? Me the but, wine. The other thing that I wrote is that, okay, and this is for you, Sue, because I watched this not live, 324, the finale to season three, mm-hmm. but this is the first, like, watching it in hindsight, I'm like, this is the first fucking time we've heard from Toby since we thought he was dead slash A-team slash fucking, yeah. like, a sociopath, and then all of a sudden, he meets up with Spencer at this diner, and he's like... Everything I've done, I've done to protect you. And Spencer's like, uh, I don't know if I... Okay, let's fuck. What? How oh. is it, like, how does the community accept this? Like, Toby is just like, it's probably okay, I did to protect you. And Spencer's like, mm, okay. Like, no, I wanted to flip to, all the tables. To this I was day, very, very angry We've not this. got a good response. And it seems like insane saying to me that people aren't still fucking hateful towards Toby. I shout out to Keegan Allen from the podcast. Go listen to episode number eight. First I'll say real quick back to Malcolm. Hannah tells Malcolm the TV rots your brain and it really upset me because I'm like we're watching TV. <laughs> Second of all um, just to get into the Toby thing uh I wrote, Spencer just rides Toby's Ding Dong in a motel. Because um, I love the song Just Ride in this, like, usage of them banging in the hotel. But I just remember being so angry. And, like, I still am to this day of, like, why are you with him? There, yeah. the, He barely even explains that it was for his Did mother. everyone hate it at this point? I don't... I don't feel like people... I think there was a lot of Spoby love going on. Okay. But to me, I'm kind of like... It's so... And this is definitely me being me taking it this way. And I know that this isn't the larger community. But I'm just like, you're so upset that your parent took their own life that you will fucking fake your own death for your significant other. Yeah. To, to prove that it didn't happen that way? Yeah. I'm just like, is it really that awful? Like, yes, it's awful to lose a parent to suicide, but is it, like, that much of a stigma, that much of a fucking affront to you that you're willing to do something so hurtful to somebody? To someone else that you love, yeah. Like, because, yeah, I mean, I was in a very serious relationship after my father um, committed suicide, and... If somebody was like, we can prove that your dad didn't commit suicide, all you have to do is fake your own death. Like, it's it's literally like committing suicide to all the other people that love you. Yeah. And, like, there's a thing, right? Like, so, 
people who have had people who have committed suicide in your life, you're called survivors of suicide. And, like, it's just, like, I don't feel like a survivor of suicide would be like, oh, let me fake my own death to come to terms with this. Like, you already know. You inflict this on everyone else. Exactly. You know how horrible it was. And maybe it was because his dad remarried so quickly. Yeah. And because he was so angry. But, like, it still is so weird to me that he would be willing to put everyone through that after already knowing what it was like to lose someone that close to you. And to be like, all right, that's what you wanted. I'm going to reward you by having sex with you now. Was just like, it's still so upsetting to me. Every time I watch, I just don't, I don't, I'm still not totally mad at Marlene for it. (laughs) I'm just kind of mad at Toby. (laughs) And I feel like it's more the character of Toby that Marlene wrote. That's hilarious. Because I feel like she wasn't wrong writing that. Because I feel like that's what Toby is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I I'm, that was I'm, I'm crazy. You're not at all. That was very <laughs> insightful. And I I mean, I agree on much in any terms of, like, tangentially, just, like, yeah. reacting to you. I can agree and not to say I'd ever understand, but... I think that's very interesting, and I will completely, as I say in the Today Show, changing gears, I was on this episode a lot saying, I miss fucking P.L.O. Sherlock, P.L.O. Yes. Sherlock, I don't know if you're still listening, but I miss you, I love you, and I feel like there's, like, these two episodes, 324 and 401, are so fucking rich in analysis, and in, like, you know, like, and even yeah. watching it now, I mean, I feel like I haven't. Something I want to do, I want to say, in the next, like, because Girl Code Live, watch us every Monday night at 10, which is only Wait, next next Monday night at 10 is our last episode, but now I'm, like, going to be working at home on another project for a while. But if you guys need something but, to watch every week that we have a hand in, uh, Gaffigan's back on Tuesday nights. Oh, Gaffigan's! Back-to-back episodes, Tuesdays at 10 on TV Land. Uh, if you haven't watched the Gaffigan show yet, give it a shot. It's give fun. it a shot. Give it a shot and then watch, uh, look at a little PLO Sherlock. Yes. I was just thinking, like, I haven't looked at PLO Sherlock in so long. And I'm like, I want to go back and revisit all the, like, Alice in Wonderland illusions. Oh, yeah. The chess illusion, Like, everything, like, uh, these two episodes are just so up? rich in illusion. What? Do you think they gave up or are they just, like, taking a break? Oh, no, they're just taking a break for sure. Because okay. I feel like there's nothing to analyze, right? Like, they analyze everything. <sighs> We're analyzing the shit out of I mean, we're trying. We're sort of revisiting. Well, one of the things that, um, (laughs) all right, so one of my other favorite things that happen is, uh, there are two implausible crazies that, like, I know it's a dream world, but it bothered me. We're at Mona's house, and the mail is piling up, and I was like, is she too blind to see the mail? (laughs) And Melissa came and talked to her and was like, you better be there at the house. And then the other thing that was weirdly uh, placed is the red devil mask. Oh, yeah. In the red hood scene where Hannah is wearing the red hood, uh, basically being this decoy for Spencer all throughout the high school. And we see the red devil mask it's a it's a modified version but it's very similar Mm -hmm. to that of scream queens and i feel like scream queens 
I mean, you can't tell me that Ryan Murphy didn't watch Pretty Little Liars before oh, writing Scream did. Queens. He definitely did. Like, if he says that he's never seen an episode, I would, like... Call bullshit. I would scream louder than the bitches at the Hester Prince trial. Yes. That's a scarlet letter <laughs> reference, guys. I would have been like, Lyle, Mark Ryan movie with an A. Um, so, Can we have him on the podcast? Oh, my God. I would love to actually meet Ryan Murphy. I've, I'm very impressed by his work. And I also want to know what he feels like when people say that he always falls off. Because those first few seasons of every show are so good. Right. And then they always trail the shit. Mm-hmm. And is it because he's off developing other things? Because, like, Nip Tuck, mm-hmm. Glee, even American Horror Story, people are like, it, it always trails. And I would love to hear his opinion of whether or not he feels that way. I'd also That's like to know the same thing with Shonda Rhimes. That's very interesting. Because I'm still on board for Grey's Anatomy. And even I, I literally sit around being like, Meredith without McDreamy isn't worth living. <laughs> but It makes me spoiler. want to get back on board because I have not watched. I watched like season one and two and then I went away. I, I think you're okay. What season is it on? Like ten? Yeah, it's so far along. But, like, the thing is, is that there's just something comforting, and, like, it's a show that makes me cry in a good way. Like, in that way of, like, oh, I still feel feelings kind of way. I like to feel feelings. It's like how Rosie O'Donnell, uh, one of her jokes used to be like, I watched a Hallmark commercial and it made me cry. Uh It's a Hallmark commercial. Like, but it's just, like, those things that, like, I feel like, we, we were saying this earlier, too, like, as you get older as a woman, like, when I was younger, the only thing that would ever make me cry is My Girl. Like, My yeah, Girl was the only that. movie that touch, I ever weeped at. Yeah. Like, Bambi, all these other things that we were supposed to cry at did not cry. Oh, Pippi Longstocking also made me upset. No way! I don't think I've ever seen Because at the end of it, her dad just sails away and leaves her, and I was oh, just no. like, what the fuck? Um, but I, as I got older, it wasn't until I got into, like, my 20s that I really started just, like, crying at movies or touching things. Mm-hmm. Like, things that were, like, oh, like, like, today we're watching a news story where this man made, like, cool wheelchair, like, accessories for kids in wheelchairs. Where he, like, made it look like they were flying on a dragon and stuff. And I was like, that's so beautiful. He's giving them this wonderful thing. Like, it's just something that happens when you're older as a woman that I feel like you cry more at shit. I don't even think it happened in my 20s. I feel like it happened, like, the past couple of years that I get, like, weirdly, like, I will get uncharacteristically, like, bizarrely sobbing at fucking, like, movies and TV shows and shit. Mostly about animals. Anyways, the next note I wrote. <laughs> that was just a sidebar about emotions, guys. I'm, I'm confused still about who set the fucking fire at the lodge. Was it Wilden or was it Sarah and Melissa? <sighs> I know, because I, I feel like they articulated it at some point, but I'm like, are we going to believe it? 
I don't know. I think we're told that it's Sarah that... No. Because it was Shauna. It was Shauna. Oh, Shauna. But doesn't Melissa... Yeah, doesn't Melissa say, like, it wasn't me, it was Shauna. I don't remember anymore. I feel I like remember. Melissa said it was Weldon and Cece said it was Shauna. Okay. And Shauna, so Jenna, the point is we don't know. and Weldon were together. It was a very... It's just such a weird scene. And, like, both of these episodes are where Redcoat is supposed to be shower, shower, shower. So shower and shower. so is Black Widow. And it's just, it's baffling to me. The other, well, that's similar to the next thing I wrote, which is the main question in these two episodes is, this is sort of like the beginning of, of the really deep, deep, deep storyline of, like, the A or the to come with Cece and mm-hmm. Shower Harvey. And this, the mystery of what the fuck happened in season three, episode one, of Allison's body being stolen. It's fake still not. Of Bethany's body stolen. Like... It's never so really answered. It's not really answered. So, like, what still is... And they talk about in this episode. So it's like... What happened? What was the utility behind the, like, theft of Bethany's body? Like, what does Shower Harvey and Cece have or to do? Shauna. Oh, Shauna have to do with I think we're stealing the body. that it was Shauna and Jenna and... I don't know. Lola. I disagree. I don't think that Shauna was involved in this. I think that Shauna is so peripheral. I feel like the, like, crux of the Bethany Young body stealing snatching is like with shower harvey and or cc don't you think i i still always think that shauna is so peripheral i don't know i feel like we're made to believe but, but what escape is from new york but what is the utility of the body stealing? that's my question like what does it mean that they had to steal bethany young that ali's a liar but what do you mean that Allie's alive. Oh, but what But what does stealing it prove that she's alive? Because it's not Allie's body in that grave. But they don't know that. Or what I is think that? they do. But, oh, I think that's you one mean of the things. they're like, trying to dig it out to reveal that. Everyone the house was there to prove that Allie was alive. I got you. So they're stealing it because Cece slash Shower Harvey are stealing her remains because they don't... They're trying to see... Is it Allie? Is that what you mean? I think that it's Jenna and Shauna. But what's their purpose? To prove they hated Allie because Allie made her blind. But wait, but I don't, but what do you mean? Like, what are they, what does digging up her remains prove? They're not like that. They're not like that. She needs to come forward. But them digging it up, they don't. They're not scientists. They don't know if it's their her I think remains. they already have a hunch that Allie's alive. But they can't dig it up and examine her bones and know whether it's her or not. I but feel they like never they never do. They point they plant it on the girls because it's also like taking all of them down for blinding Jenna. Right? I don't know, I'm confused. I feel like but what so you're saying that Shauna and Shauna Jenna, and Jenna are setting up the girls and Allie. Because they're digging up the grave and showing that it's not Allie in the grave. 
And then they put it on the Halloween tree. Oh, I thought you were saying that they were digging it up to, like, medical examiner, like, investigate. Is no, this no, no, bones? no, They're just trying to be like, okay, we're digging for bodies so that someone we're, could figure we're out We're showing it's not that her. this grave I see, I see, I see. doesn't have Valley. Doesn't have Valley's bones. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I was thinking even more in terms of, like, whoever dug it up was trying to then, like, switch the remains of someone. That's what I always thought. Uh-huh. I always thought that someone was digging it up. Like, Cece was like, or, I mean, not, we didn't know at the time, but whoever A was that we saw at the time, now we know it's CC, was digging up the remains to be like, oh, I need to, like, switch them out. Oh. That's what I always thought. That okay. was, like, working her advantage. That's interesting. Know? Okay. I, I could get behind that thought. And the other thing that, speaking also of P.L. Sherlock... I remember one time she wrote a post that was about, like, that a lot of this scenes in 324, you can see the diva dish in the background, which we know Cece worked at, and does that mean that Cece's guilty? And you know what, fuckers? She was right. Cece was guilty. So, I don't know. I always think of that. I feel like P.L.L. Sherlock called Cece being guilty a long time ago. Yes. And Um, then, go ahead. The thing that I will say is that the very end of 324, uh, that was the most exciting thing uh, as a viewer, because you were like, holy shit, Ellie's alive, her hands poking up from the grave. Um, And it was also just like the cliffhanger of what is in that trunk. And that's when I really started to like, go deep into theories and stuff, just being like, what could be in this trunk? It, is it, it has to be Wilden, but if it's not Wilden, who is it? And I remember that this was like, I mean, yeah, so 4, four one was the first episode I watched live, and I remember, like, reading all the pre, like previews, and there was, like, a fucking promo on the website where it was like, Click through all these clues about what could be in the trunk. I was like, oh my god, what's in the trunk? And, I mean, you tell me, Sue. When I, I mean, I didn't have a lot invested because it was, was the first episode I watched live. But as someone, if I was as invested as I am now, if 4-1 was the first episode I watched live, I would be like, fuck you, there's a pig in the trunk? Oh, That's yeah. the fucking worst reveal. I'm going to murder everybody. I mean, like, was that, like, a lot of anger in the community? That there's a fucking pig in the trunk? No, I remember the whole The whole preview promo for 4B was, I'm sorry, 4A was, who's in the, who's trunk? In the trunk? And then it was a pig, and you're like, fuck you. Um, no, because we did end up seeing Golden's body. I think that was the thing. Like, I think people are like, it's a pig, it still means that Wilden's dead. And then it was like, we see Wilden is actually dead. Got it. And, uh-oh. Okay. Fun. Sorry, guys. The computer went dark for a second. We were worried. Um, the Mets are still up, everybody, but it's still scary. Sorry. This is a big series for me, guys. And when they come to City Field, I'm going to go. My my hatred of crowds be damned. Are you? I'm gonna probably go and just tickets hang out. are like a thousand dollars. No, I'm not gonna go to the stadium. I can't afford that. I'm just gonna go oh, tailgate. Just gonna, yeah. 
That's fun. I'm probably you're welcome to come with me. I, don't I know what day would I'm going. Love to come actually. But I, I when really is that happening? Go. In December. December. It's the World Series. Oh, November. Yeah. I mean, what I year don't know is when it? they come out. I think they might be coming on Sunday. Um, but yeah, I'm. It's it's gonna happen. I'm gonna come to go to at least one of the World Series games and just tailgate because you guys don't understand. What a big Met fan. I was born and raised a Met fan. This is huge. This is a real series for us. Very anyway. Um, anyway, for one, the first note I so, is that Mona spills all the fucking tea, which is amazing. Yeah. So, for one, premiere to 4A, uh, Mona's like, I don't know who pushed Ian out the bell tower. I wish I did. Blah, blah, blah. Which, but, I was like, I turned to Chelsea and said... She doesn't say, I didn't kill him. I didn't kill him. She just didn't push she him. She just didn't push him. So we know that Allie pushed him. But does that mean that Mona killed Ian? It might. I feel like it very well might. And that was a good catch by you. I feel like we need that answer. I need that scene of Mona just fucking point blank like, Bow! Rubbing the because who if that if that's not true like who else killed him I feel like everything points to him killing her killing him and the thing that I wrote too was she was like when CC visited me at Radley I thought she was Allie that's before they changed my meds we're like literally they have been fucking telling us that CC was A since episode four one like that is like not, like. Everything she said was, like, everything that Cece said in the fucking 6A finale. Like, Mona was telling us since two full seasons ago that Cece is A. Did you say, take a picture of Tanuki? I just secret snapped Tanuki. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> what was he doing? He was just, like, shaking his head as you were talking. It was kind of amazing. He was like, no, I don't believe it. Um, anyway, no, but you're you're right. Is right? that it's funny when you go back and you see how like brick through a window they were like it's Cece. Yep, it is Cece, and I like I kind of love that. Also, in uh, this episode for one, there's the uh, flashback heard around the world, wait, which is wait, the wait, flashback. Wait. You're oh, skipping, skipping over. The fact that you, you talked a little bit about this, but like Mona played the game the third degree. Oh, yeah. So we learned about the Ian thing, but we also learned that Mona put the car in Hannah's garage. So she put Weldon's car in Hannah's garage, but that was the last time she saw it. Jenna and Shauna are afraid of Melissa. Right. Lucas massaged Emily. Uh. Mona has her own oh and then my other favorite thing is that Mona gets them all coffee and she's like Emily I took your car and Emily's like my keys are over there and she's like I have my own set it's just like (laughs) bitch don't forget I'm A bitch I'm A bitch I'm A also the thing that made it easier to swallow that Wilden wasn't in the trunk is that before the episode opens, 
we see Wilden's dead body. It's six minutes in. It's very soon in. So, like, there was a brief outcry of people being like, the fuck? And then it was like, oh my god, no, Wilden's right. actually dead. And we also then see uh, Mona's lair. Which what? Was, Mona's lawyer? Lair. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, when did Mona hire a lawyer? Yeah, no, that was the lair. Christmas episode where we meet her lawyer. That was very exciting. So, yeah, we have see Mona's lair. And, Which, um, were you not thinking as well why no one was like, so why did you cut out all of Ellie's eyes? I mean, I think about that is, all the time. Is that like something you saw on Pinterest where you were like, if you were going to collage someone's face over a window, <laughs> use their eyes as white holes. Which <laughs> 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 is like the weirdest thing to me. But like, that seems very normal. Oh, you're also on the Halloween train trying to drag and murder me. Yeah, that's well, fine. And that was fine. the other thing where I'm like, like, Melissa has the most dramatic mask pull ever, where she's just like, oh, it's my favorite. It's me. It's my favorite. It's when, when she's like, well done. They were like, show, Mona's like, oh, I have evidence of every fucking thing on the Halloween train. And she's like, and they're like, oh, who is the other person on the train that tried to kill me? And they're watching video Arden. of like, Wilden and uh, another Queen of Hearts on the Halloween train, and they're like, "It's," and Mona's like, "It's your sister," and she does a very dramatic, like, "I put my f- hand on my mask, and I start to reveal," and then the video goes dead, which it's is very dramatic and sexy. Because here's the thing. Yeah, let's tell me the thing. She says, "It's your sister," and everyone expects it to be Spencer, because she's Melissa. the. Uh, no, they think it's Melissa, right? They think it's Melissa because Spencer's the only one with a sister. But, but maybe what if it's a shower? Oh, it's because you're welcome, guys. To be quite honest, and the only other note I wrote—I mean, I wrote like two, but they're mostly insignificant—is like there's so many parallels, as always, that PLL does, which I really like, which. Between the different seasons with, like, Arya and Ezra talking at the funeral Mm -hmm. and then, like, the funeral scene where all the PLLs go sit with Mrs. De Laurentiis Mm -hmm. and then Jenna walks in with someone just like Jenna walks in with fake Toby in the premiere because, like, he's recast. And then in this 324 or 401, whichever, 4-1, Jenna walks in with the fucking... Niles, Wynn, Barkley, and whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I mean, the Niles blonde guy. And, um, or whatever. What the fuck is his name? Niles W. Is it Niles? Winchester. Whatever, no one gives a fuck. He's irrelevant. But, um, they walk into the funeral together, and I forget my point. It's the parallels. Um, I feel like I got a really good point. Other things in 401 is the creepy girls at the trailer park. This is the yeah. first time that we, uh, this is the only time that we see them being like, Allie, Allie, come play with me. And then we see them all having dolls that are absolute facsimiles of the girls. 
and they say, Mono, as soon as you moved in, this girl, Allie, came to play with us. Do you think it was really... I think it was CC. Yeah, right? It was CC, right? That's what I think. It wasn't Allison, right? Yeah. And then Mrs. D moves back this episode um, because it's safe now. And we're like, from what? Maybe the well, yeah, why did Mrs. Dead. D wor- move back? Why? Uh, it was weird. Was it because, like, Cece needed help? Like, why did she move back? There's still so many. I was like, one, I'm Marlene to be in front of us and just be like, can you fucking clarify this shit? I would love to still, talk to Marlene about a lot of the questions. I consider my, I fancy myself a PLL scholar, and I feel like if we're very confused, then there's a problem. Am I wrong? Um, am I wrong? Someone tell me I'm wrong. Toby is force-feeding okay. Spencer when all she wants is coffee. Oh, wait. I also skipped over the fact that Hannah is wearing these red, shiny leggings that Peggy Bunny, Peggy Bundy from Married with Children would, like, cream over. They were, like, so perfect. They were such Peggy Bundy leggings that I was almost like, where were you in the 90s? Because Peggy Bundy would have been all over you. Um, or they would have been, like, in, like, jazzercise videos. They were just, like, so shiny and red. They were fantastic. Right. Um, but anyway, so Toby was force-feeding Spencer, and then he gets a text that's got, like, it's a pick text, and it's got his mom's pick on it, and says, but you miss her every day, kisses A, which, like, weird, and I Again, it's this weird thing where, like, Toby's supposed to do everything for his mom, but then we have the flashback heard around the world, which you were alluding to earlier, where it's like, that's the one where Toby, which we both agreed, Toby's acting like a child. So it's a flashback to where Allison and Toby are in Toby's, like, childhood bedroom, and his mom comes in, blah, blah, blah. But the point being, we had a conversation where, like, that's sort of the flashback that breaks up the whole PLL fandom's timeline world, where, like, this can't theoretically make sense at all, because according to the timeline, if Marion died when... Uh, Charles, Charlotte, Cece was, like, 12-ish. Then Toby and Allison would be much younger. And we're like, oh, well, but in this flashback, Toby is acting younger. Allison's acting the same. Toby is, like, very very deliberately acting younger. But still, if we're to believe... That Marion was pushed off the roof by Cece, Charlotte, when she was... Or Bethany, Bethany. so sorry. Either way, Bethany and uh, Charlotte were like... I feel like there was a thing in the last episodes where they were like 12-ish. Yeah. And Toby is... Or Allison is supposed to be six years younger? Yeah. So that means that, let's say, even giving the benefit of the doubt... That the flashback was a day before Marion went to the to Radley and was killed, which certainly she would, would be have been like maybe six. Literally, Allison would be like four or five or six. So like that's the thing. It's like 
Yeah, yes, we it get it, Toby. Doesn't. Like, you're acting younger, but, like, you guys should be, like, seven. Well, and that's like, the thing where I not... don't get where I'm, like, if I, Marlene King, wrote these episodes, what is the deal with that? And does that mean that we just can't believe I think all we can't of that believe. what CC told us? I think we can't believe. And, um, I'm not mad at that. Um... The other thing that happens in 4-1, there are two big things that I really, really can't walk away without us talking about. One is Hannah's headband. Oh my god, it's so bad. Which, like, obviously she must have had some sort of rash on her hairline or something. Because <laughs> no one's ever worn a headband like that before, ever. Like, it just, like, it fits the crown of her head. And then the... The next scene, it's like a beanie that she wears really low into her hairline. So maybe she's trying to cover something up. Guys, the, the game is 3-3. Three, three. All right, I'm very anxious. Anyway, um, so there's that. And then the other thing was Arya's hallucination is a big thing in this episode. Where Arya oh, hallucinates yeah. that Ezra gets arrested for their relationship. Yeah. And this has been called out a lot about, like, the Arya is A and the Arya being crazy and actually delusional. I'm sorry, Tanuki's being so cute Well, look right at Tanuki. He's being very cute. Tanuki and it's hard to not look like, at him. looking like he's watching TV. Yeah, and it's hard to not watch him when he's very cute. Game. It's like, I'm sorry that my cat's very cute. It's hard to not stare at him. Anyways. But those are, those are two things that I felt like were crazy. Um... But, like, I don't understand why Hannah's hat was like that. And, like I said, the only thing I can Hannah's guess. Hat. Hannah's headband. Um, and I love that. Well, she has a hat and a headband. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Um, and Mona calls her chopper-tunist friend, which I was like, is that? That sounds like something an ad agency came up with. You're a chopper-tunist. That's funny. Um... Arya's hallucination also includes pictures of her and Fitz having sex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which I'm like, did they have a photographer in the bedroom? <laughs> like, why is she so thinking that that happened? Or is it just, we're supposed to believe the A crazy, which I think it's probably more likely. Probably. Um, we see Mrs. D creeping this episode. She's looking at Spencer, Spencer's bedroom from her, from Allie's bedroom. Uh, and then right after that happens, Spencer gets the message on her iPad of closed caskets, keep secrets. His is open and, and exposes, exposes yours. Your... Um, so this led to a just the interesting discussion that we had of... Did Shower go to the funeral to put Hannah's mom's cell phone in the casket, or was that someone else? Oh, exactly. <laughs> um, and then whoever put Hannah's mom's phone in the casket titled her Kisses. Yeah, so is that significant? 
Well, kisses. Hey, we thought that maybe whoever did it, like we, that was where the, a lot of the Mama Marin being a theories I feel like spun off from. But it, it's always just like such a weird thing because, again, when Cece's telling the story, she's like, shower got into the limo and was like, she was like, is he dead? And she's like, he has dead. Don't worry. And we're like, well, if Cece right. killed Wilder. It's like, why is Cece saying, are you see dead? Who the fuck yeah. Aren't put you the, the black cell phone? Right, so it's like, well, Aren't the you the black flag? You kill people dead. Who put the cell phone in Wilden's coffin is what you're saying. It's like, if Cece hired Shower to be like, is Wilden dead? Who the fuck put the cell phone in his coffin? It's just like the question of who put the bang in the bang, bang, bang. It's true. And... Well, I didn't know more notes. I love to pee. Can I pee or do you have a lot of more notes? <laughs> I, um, I mean, I can pee while you read notes is I my think, point. I think that's the end of my notes. Is that it? I mean, we've we've podcasted for almost an hour and a half. It's been a long time. And I think you guys get the point is that we're drunk and we watched two episodes of Pretty Little Liars and uh, The Trail. Yeah, I feel like the people got what they paid for, which is nothing, and that we're drunk. And Oh, Maggie was Ezra's date at the wake that was gauche, I felt like. Yes, Alex Mac and Cheese was there. Yeah. And um, if you guys are local, come see my live podcast on November, next Tuesday, November 3rd at 9 yes, o'clock. please do. Come and hang out with me. I'll be in the audience. And please know, did we even talk about this at the beginning of our drunk episode? That in the oh, 15th wait. episode? We forgot okay. the most important Guys, part. the most important thing is... We are about to have our fucking 50th episode, which is so fucking amazing, and it is going to be on, um, we're going to have a live call-in episode on Tuesday, November 17th, and so mark your calendars, on Tuesday, November 17th, at like... Eight o'clock, should we yeah. say? Yeah. At like circa eight o'clock. So it's like a PLL episode. We're going to be you streaming so you can watch us and you can also call in and ask us anything and just be on the podcast. So it's going to be a super fun like live streaming. You can call, you can call in. We'll give you the number. You can ask us anything. So your we'll voice chat. will be on the podcast as well. Exactly. And you'll like watch and then we'll also post it the next day. But uh, put that in your calendar, Tuesday, November 17th at 8 o'clock. We'll give you all the information for the call-in. We can chat and hang out. And uh, So follow us on Twitter and Facebook for the information. Yeah. So that way you know. But, like, put it on your calendar now that this is how you are going to talk, chat with us live. And we want all of your questions. If you want to talk to us about theories, we would love that. If you want to talk to us about our lives, we would love that. Anything. Um, literally anything. I think... Probably PLL. But also, is always preferred. But, but also anything. We'll I talk mean, about. if you guys feel like you have questions for us, um, or you know, you want to ask us what our favorite wine is, or what other, if you want to ask me what my favorite show is, just let me know ahead of time because no. that's gonna be so tough. Um, <laughs> if you want to talk about how the Mets are amazing, 
you can also talk about that because by then they will have won the World Series. Yeah, I'm totally knocking on wood because so we're gonna I, go watch the match. It's on right now. We're gonna watch it. And uh, please mark your calendars for November seventeenth. Yeah, love you, Mina. Bye. Bye. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?